touchdown. Hey, we're playing to win right here, fellas. Hey, I'm just here so I won't get fined. Derek Johnson, the all-time leading tackler in the history of the Chiefs, with a touchdown. There's a play. I know it seems haphazard, but there's a play. Brown is off to the races. Hurdles kicks him in. And a flag is thrown. He did what? That's one of the most impressive athletic feats I have ever seen. Are you kidding me? The season can't end like that. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. It is caught by oh. Dyson. Can he get in? No, he cannot. And the Rams have won the Super Bowl. That's how football goes. Ebbs and flows. Let's get this going. All right, this week I am joined by my good friend and college roommate, Thomas, to talk about the Dolphins and just about every other team under the sun. So hold on to your butts because it's about to get competitive. All right, let's go ahead and get started. I've got my buddy Thomas here, who is a big Dolphins fan, and let's just go ahead and start. So what are you most excited about this season? Tua. I honestly have really high hopes. Like... For one, I think people, Tua played a lot better than people acted like he did last when he was a rookie, I think. For sure, people acted absolutely. Like he was trash. They didn't watch him, that's why. Yeah. And he did have the disadvantage of, like, whenever he wasn't doing great, Fitzpatrick going in and saving games. But he also, like, didn't have a great receiving core, I don't think. Yeah, wasn't Parker injured most of the year? And then, like, I mean, Jaseki was really the best receiver out there. Yeah, and they just didn't, yeah, they didn't have good receivers either. Like, other than Parker, it was a bunch of, like, no names, which I think they fixed this year with getting Waddle and Fuller. Yeah, for sure. I'm excited for that. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, their receiving core is going to be stacked, I think, as long as no, they don't get injured. Yeah, injuries suck. <laughs> but well, I, I, I'm excited for Waddle. I really I really am excited for Waddle. I, I think he could fill that, like, Robert Woods role, where, like, and he's faster than Robert Woods, so he can kill you deep. And But if he can beat you over the middle like he did all the time in Alabama... Yeah. Like and then he, they're already showing their hand. They're going to be giving him a lot of carries. Like they're going to be handing the ball off a lot. So I'm yeah. excited for him. I think he's going to be great. Yeah, I think like he's fast and he's super agile too. Is what I see. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's like fine. you said, I think he's going to get a lot of those crossing routes. And I don't know how, like as far as, like I don't like bulk. I don't think he's going to get a lot ton of catches. He's not going to be like, I don't know who gets all the catches now. Like Mike, he's not going to be a Michael Thomas because I feel I feel like two is going to spread the ball around more. Yeah, for sure. But I think it'll be I think it'll be really good in the offense. Yeah, I think he'll be. Uh, I think he could be that good. I just don't think he's going to get that many targets compared to yeah. some of like the star receivers. I yeah, I agree. That's how I view it too, and like. On two again, coming off an injury, no camps at all, like no preseason, just thrown in there pretty much. And I think he did a pretty great job. Yeah, with a developing offensive line. Yeah, and I think that's the the biggest weakness for the Dolphins again this year. Their offensive line is like, like 
third year players or less. So I think there's one other guy who's been there for like more than four years or five years, but everyone else is young. Right. Which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but you kind of want some veterans, right? Like that's why I, I like, we have Whitworth and then a bunch of young and well, I guess Whitworth and Havenstein and a bunch of young ends. Yeah. And like they're young and they're not great either. I don't think. <laughs> So what I'm hearing is you wish you had Laramie Tunzel back. Um, he would easily be the best curlayer on the line, but I do enjoy having had two extra first round picks and two extra second round picks. Yeah, he's a great player, but that Bill O'Brien effect was just too damn yeah. good. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah. I think that's their line is going to be I think they'll be okay. I don't they were okay last year. I think I think they'll be about as okay this year. I mean, I think they they didn't have a great running game last year at all. Yeah. And I yeah. think it's going to be the same this year. I mean, they didn't they added Malcolm Brown, which as a Rams fan, I can tell you, he's great on the goal line. If you're got a third and one, he's really good. He's really good in garbage time at just popping off random like eight yard carries. But most of the time he's gonna follow the tackle. He's gonna get you exactly what the offensive line gets you. And uh you if if you're not so sure about your offensive line, then Malcolm Brown might not be great. And then well, I think yeah. Gaskin isn't great as a res uh, a runner, but I think he he could be great as a receiver. And yeah. did you watch the preseason games? Uh no, I watched I watched the last one against the Bengals. Okay. Where he didn't even play. Yeah, I watched like I watched probably a quarter, but I I just went back and watched some Tua highlights from the preseason. And what I noticed is he likes to throw to Gaskins and other running backs, but mostly Gaskins a lot. So and I also noticed they're getting the ball out quick, so hopefully they're trying to like just compensate for not having the greatest as offensive line because they're getting the ball out so quick. It doesn't really matter so long as they can stop the quick, quick rushes. Yeah, and I know um, their first game against Chicago, that was a problem. Not getting the ball out quick, but their line. Cause, well, for one, Chicago's front seven is like, Dead. top five. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's gar it's not garbage. <laughs> uh, my brain sometimes like just replaces words. But they're they're fantastic. Yeah, and I think them finding that out was, I think, helpful. You know, because then they can work on that, like you said. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think their running game and like. Like you said, with Malcolm Brown, I think that was their idea with Jordan Howard last year. Yeah. And he lasted like 10 Two. weeks, and then they got rid of him. Well, he was just so. cut by the Eagles today. That's so. Oh, he was? Yeah. I didn't even know he went back to the Eagles. Yeah, I didn't. I'd, I My brother is a big Eagles fan, and I think at the beginning of the preseason, he said... I don't really expect Jordan Howard to survive cuts, but then like the closer cuts came, the closer he's like Howard might make it. They might keep four, and then I think Gainwell just ended up doing so well in the preseason. They're like, yeah, we don't want to pay Jordan Howard whatever we have to pay him now. So yeah. let's cut his ass. Yeah, 
So he's not good. <laughs> like he did what he did really well like two years ago on the Eagles, didn't he? No, he 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 wasn't even as good as he was with the Dolphins. Like with the Dolphins, he was just really good at pounding it in on the goal line. Like that's literally all he did, which you yeah. know for fantasy football players was devastating because whoever you thought the Miami running back was, he was going to be the one on the goal line that usually because he was just so good at that. But yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know how good Gaskins will be as a runner, but hopefully the pass game will open up that up a little bit and I'm I'm sure they're gonna use a play action game to open that up a get a bit too. Yeah, and I know Flores is one of his like he always I think he always wants to be good at running or just pounding it. Right. And usually I mean the last two years hasn't really worked for him. But yeah. This year, I think, will be similar to last year, but who knows what will happen. Yeah, so moving on to, like, the next next thing I was actually, I think I asked you about, how do you feel about Brian Flores as a coach? I think he's a really good coach. Like, the first year when they went, what, 5-11, and 11, uh-huh. and they were expected to win, like, 0-1 to one games, I think he showed how good he is. And then last year when they won 10 games, like... yeah. I never thought they'd do that well. And I think, like, not in that like, division. I don't know how well they'll do this year. I mean, I'm hoping they'll do better. And seeing their schedule, I'm like, dang. I, I mean, if they win 10 games, I'd still be really impressed. I mean, it, it, it doesn't. I, I don't care if you win 10 games, if you win 12 games, if you win 13 games. I care. Can you win four or five games in a row in the playoffs and, and take it home? Which I, I think with how good this defense is, if Tua is like, he doesn't even have to be super great, right? He just can't do stupid turnovers like he had in that first preseason game, which I think was a little bit of nerves, a little bit of, he just didn't see the guy because the Bears secondary is really good at disguising their coverages. But I think he'll get better at that and seeing that and just with more time, it'll slow down even more and he'll get better. But even if he can just manage the game, with that defense and with Brian Flores, you guys are going to be a threat. Like the Ravens, Bills, and Chiefs are probably ahead of you for me, but I do have you. Like I would probably have to look at it a little bit more to say for sure. But I do have you about four or five in in the AFC. And yeah, I'm... sorry, go ahead. And that's with Tua like being just pretty good like if he's a superstar or if he's as at least i don't know if superstar is ever going to be the word for Tua, but if he can play like he did in alabama and just sling the ball all over it's over like it's you bills and chiefs every year yeah i'm like thinking about that i watched the chiefs game last year against them and i mean they had the, the offense on their heels for pretty much all the whole game and the only thing that they couldn't do was capitalize on I mean their offense just wasn't good enough they couldn't keep up with I mean it's almost impossible to keep up with the Chiefs offense but like their defense I thought did amazing against Mahomes they got two picks on him so I mean that's as good as it gets against Mahomes I think oh yeah for sure so if their offense gets incrementally better this year 
yeah, like you said, they're up there, I think. Yeah, Fuller, um, Parker can stay healthy, and then if Waddle is anywhere near as good as I think he can be, like, I don't think he's going to be, like, a great fantasy football player, but I think he is going to be a, a really good in real life player. Like, yeah. just that, that fast speed where he's going to get, like, big plays every once in a while and he's gonna he's gonna be running like short five ten yard carries every once in a while to just open up the offense yeah i think it'll be really good and yeah i think i'm really excited about their defense too i think like their defensive line is going to be one of the better defensive uh, there are a lot of good defensive lines out there I think their defensive line would be really good. Yeah. Maybe not one of the better ones. Thinking about all of them, there like, are yeah. some really good defensive yeah. fronts in the NFL. I was as... thinking about that. I was like, oh yeah, the Buccaneers, the Reds, oh, the God, yeah. Washington football team. Oh my the God. Bears. Yeah, the Rams are pretty good, and I don't even know if I can call them a tough defensive yeah, front. I was gonna say, I didn't think of the Rams. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know that they're. Like Aaron, the Aaron Donald effect might put them in the top three, but like the yeah, rest of the players true. don't deserve to get them there. Yeah, but yeah, I didn't even think about the Rams. Especially yeah. if you include the linebackers, because I am not confident with the linebacking core, but they should be getting better. Which is for the Rams. Yeah, did they get rid of all their linebackers this year? Um, they kept. Kenny Young, who we got with from Baltimore in the epic Marcus Peters trade. Um, we have Traven Howard, who was injured last year, I think, but he was expected to be good. And then our rookie pick, I I think it's Ernest Jones. I think it's Ernest Jones or Ernest Brown. And I got him. I think it's Ernest Jones. He should be good. And then. Uh, Troy Reader, who like was low key really good last year. Like he was really? getting a whole bunch of tackles, and then he was getting a whole bunch of pressures too. And like he only got like a few sacks, but he he definitely made a whole lot more pressures or got other people sacks. So yeah, our our wide receiver, I mean our linebackers are not a strength, but I don't think they're a liability anymore. Um. <laughs> so. Oh my god. house just got so dry um brian flores when asked about the preseason he he said we won't coach scared and we won't play scared we're gonna play our guys how do you feel about playing your starters in preseason um i think it's a good thing for the most part like there's obviously that injury risk Right, which I think is the biggest downside. Obviously, yeah. I mean, we've seen J.K. Dobbins and Travis Etienne go down this preseason, which were both young, like promising running backs. Yeah, and it sucks to see that. And like, obviously, you hope that doesn't happen. And but I think, especially like playing starters that you like. For example, Xavier Howard, like he may have played like one to two series the whole preseason because he doesn't really need it. But versus Tua, 
who probably needs that extra boost, that extra experience. I think it's, it was probably really helpful for him. Yeah. So, and then, like, uh, sorry, I keep going. I was going to say, then, like, you see oh, the Rams who never play their starters, and the first. The first game, it's a little different for him, I think. Yeah, so, I mean, and the thing with the Rams is they still had Cam Meekers go down in the preseason even without going, <laughs> playing any games. So, they still yeah. got screwed. But, um, so I, I, I think I think he, that here's my thing with that. Like, you start off the season slow, which like is, is definitely an argument. What I would argue is... If all 32 teams had this like pseudo agreement of, okay, we're not going to play any starters in the preseason. We're only going to play like rookies and developmental players and people who really need to get more snaps. Um, then most all of these great starter players are like going to be coming off, like getting the rust off all at the same time. Right. So like, it it it's like yeah it sucks but all thirty two teams have this detriment at the same time it's not really like anybody has an advantage but yeah and I honestly I think that's kind of what it's turning into like I mean other than the I Ravens so. and maybe a few other teams yeah but like I if like thinking about the Dolphins where you know the starting eleven on defense play a few series just to like get the communication down get all that stuff down throughout the whole preseason and you know you have the people who are they're looking for whether or not to start well and like even then like preseason i think helps a lot in game scenarios but i feel like they make their their big, big decisions like all like on date you know practice where they're seeing them every day but I think like it is really good experience for the people, like you said, who are need that that scenario, I guess. Yeah. So I'll I'll ask you this though. So what about shared practices? Like you get most of that. I mean, you don't get full speed, so you don't get like a full judgment of where your guys are at but you get to test all of that communication against people who are really trying hard to beat you because we've seen even when like it's supposed to be practice, these people take it super serious. And uh, I mean, the Rams got in like three different fights this, this <laughs> preseason. So um, yeah, I think that's a good point. I think, yeah, I mean, you're, yeah, you're right about that. I think for sure. So here's 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 what I'll pitch. Training camp just becomes a slew of different joint practice. I mean, I think you have like a first week to like implement your offense and your defense or whatever and get all these people acclimated. And then the final, I think it's three weeks. So the final two weeks is just like a crap ton of different joint practices with like a practice or two in between so you can work on what you like learned in the joint practice so like i don't i don't know i haven't spent enough time thinking about this but like you just time it out where you have enough joint practices and then time in between where like you get one rest but two like to like actually benefit from what you're learning from these joint practices i think 
that could replace the preseason. And like, there's always going to be injury risk, like we see with Cam Akers, but I think that would at least reduce injury risk. Um, and hopefully maybe reduce camp fights if it's happening all the, like all the time, but maybe not. Yeah. Um, I'm, partially into that i'm I, I could see like there being i like the idea of having like one or two preseason games oh no i'm oh, sorry i i should i should i should argue i actually really like the idea of still keeping the preseason games i still think three preseason games is great mm-hmm. you just like the whole league basically agrees to not play any um like starters that are locked in if that makes sense mm. like like i think yes you can still give Tua however many steps you feel like to get him just in the rhythm and stuff like that yeah but i don't think um like matthew stafford should get any preseason i mean maybe like if the rams argued that because he's with a new team i was gonna maybe... say but yeah i could see like maybe in that but like... i meant more of like a veteran i just Tom Brady like with the Rogers. Buccaneers, like they t- Tom, Tom Brady should not be playing in the preseason with the yeah. Buccaneers. Like, how much more communication does that guy need versus like, how crippling would it be if Tom Brady goes down? Like, yeah, I don't think but, they have a replacement on the roster. Let me actually. Who yeah, is and I think that's what I'm saying. Like, I kind of think that's the way it's going. It almost is like that. Other than like a few teams who don't do that like the Buccaneers or the Ravens who were just dead set on winning every preseason game they ever play now Blaine Gabbert by the way is the answer that's who the backup for Tom Brady is so I really really would advise that they don't play him in the preseason anymore if he keeps playing in the future let him sit out. Be the next team that joins the revolution of just playing like <laughs> developmental players in the preseason. Like guys you like guys you actually have to make a judgment on. Like genuinely, yeah. like the, the Dolphins are have a decision to make. Whether you agree or not on wanting Watson, like that's a decision you have to make. So you have to know where oh, yeah. Tua is. Like if Tua looks like he can be the starter for years and like you're you're always trying to build your dynasty or whatever. At least like play for a few Super Bowls. Like if you think Tua can get you to a few Super Bowls, then you don't even think about Watson because what they're asking for is ludicrous. Even what if what they're asking for on on the news is just to play up what they think is a market. But yeah, like I think you have a decision there. Whereas like or like. Matthew Stafford, if they wanted to get him acclimated to a new team, get him like in a system in live speed, get him a few snaps, whatever. Like I get things like that, but like genuinely, like Jalen Ramsey should never players like Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald should never touch the field. I'm, I yeah, uh, I agree with you on that. Like they're not going to get anything extra. Yeah, what is Xavier Howard learning? Yeah, exactly. Like, but at the same time, like. I could see Will Fuller learning the system and where he fits in the system a little bit and gaining that chemistry with Tua. That would be beneficial. Yeah. But, like, maybe let Parker sit out the preseason because he's pretty acclimated with the season. I mean, the last time he sees on the field, not during the season. <laughs> that many more snaps out of him. Yeah, that, more, that many more snaps even if he's a little bit rusty at the beginning at least those snaps are in the season and you're yeah. benefiting from having that skilled player and i honestly he's been injured throughout most of 
the preseason too, so I don't think he played at all. Yeah, I hope not. I hope if there's injury, any injury concern, Brian Flores, even as bullheaded he, as he is with preseason, is like, nah, nah, you're sitting on the bench, my friend. I don't think Brian Flores is that bullheaded. With no, I don't either. I actually, I really do like Brian Flores. I'm just, I just brought up that quote because I saw it today and I wanted to talk about starting starters <laughs> in the preseason. I actually really, really do like Brian Flores as a coach and like, Holy crap, can we talk about going from Adam Gase to Brian Flores oh for a second? Gosh. Oh my god. When when the Jets hired Adam Gase, I already knew it was the worst decision ever. And was that was did he was he a coach for two years or three I for f- the Jets? For the Jets? I feel like he was there for three. Yeah, and then because everyone was surprised that they kept him on that last year when they were just horrible. Yeah, but he kept, like, it's the Sam Darnold argument, right? Like, is it me or is it Sam Darnold? And I think yeah. the Panthers are going to argue very convincing this, very convincingly this year that it's Adam Gase. I, I, I don't think he's, like, some superstar quarterback. That He's not the next Mahomes. Oh. But he is way better than what they made him look like in, in New York. Oh, yeah. Like... I don't remember who he got drafted with, but I thought he was the top quarterback out there. He was he was good at USC. Yeah, he was so good at USC. Yeah, yeah, Gase. I mean, yeah, he was. Yeah, he's a cancer. He makes he everyone does. around him worse. Is a does he have a coaching job right now? He NFL? is. Unless it's changed, he was coaching at a high school team. I'm not a hundred percent sure he was the head coach, and I'm really hoping he's not. What what would be justice to me is Adam Gase being just the like QB coach for a high school team for the rest of his year, the rest of his career, and like it can't be a good team. It's got to be like a three or two or a one A team. This guy has no career in him anyways, so Adam Gase can't ruin it. Like oh no, no they did, they went zero and twelve that year instead of one and eleven. Oh no, Adam Gase. It, oh my gosh, he was a horrible coach. Horrible. And like, I'm surprised at how well he did in Miami. Because they went, he went to the playoffs with him one year. Playoffs? <laughs> with Ryan Tannehill. Oh my gosh. And he, that was another career he ruined. He didn't ruin, but he stunted. Yeah. Like Ryan Tannehill was barely a starter with the Dolphins. And then. He leaves the Dolphins and instantly is like a top. Is he a top ten quarterback? Would you consider him now? All right, I just I want to clarify: Are we talking fantasy? Or are we talking real life? Real life. I think he's top ten in both, but I just wanted to make sure what question you were asking. I actually I really do because he's not. He doesn't have like the super flashy plays, but he is Tom Brady esque in the fact that he's just so consistent. And, like, he also adds the benefit that he can run the ball when he needs to. He's always looking to pass, but he's good on his feet, and he can run the ball when he needs to. So I think I think we're going to see this year with A.J. Brown and Julio Jones and um, who's the running back? Henry. Oh, yeah, Derrick Henry. Um, yeah, with Derrick Henry this year, they're just going to be so dominant, and we're going to see like how bad Adam Gase really was. I also think Sam Darnold, again, I don't think he's going to be a superstar, with, but with DJ Moore, 
with Robbie Anderson, with Terrace Marshall, and C Mac. C Mac, yeah, that's the other guy. I was like, I know I'm forgetting another you guy. I remember just the top running backs in the league. <laughs> I, yeah, I was I I was thinking of wide receivers, like because I think of him almost as a receiver, right? Like, yeah. yes, he's the best running back in the league, but he's also the best, one of the best receivers in the league. Yeah. Me and Mason yeah, were talking so. about our top um, favorite um, like college players of all time, and Christian McCaffrey is easily a top three for me. Like he was just. So I remember there. being at—I don't know—you didn't live there, but Landon's apartment, and like we, I felt like we watched every Stanford game. Yeah, I and never we, cared about Stanford before <laughs> Christian McCaffrey, and I have not cared about Stanford football since Christian McCaffrey. He was just so fun to watch. Yeah, he was electric. He, yeah, he should have won the 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 Heisman. I know it was Derrick Henry who won, and he deserved it too. But yeah, it's tough. But I I I I remember thinking vehemently that I would be voting for C Mac. But maybe that was because I watched every single game of his and almost none of anybody else's. <laughs> yeah, so my, my opinion wasn't very valid. I know. Well, then the the news broke that like a few people didn't vote for him because they went to bed too early. Oh yeah. Cause they missed all of his games. Oh yeah. yeah. It's like, if you aren't watching these people, you should not be voting on them. Oh, That's gosh, ridiculous. Seriously. Yeah. It'll be interesting for the, did they name Darnold the starter? I believe so. I actually think they named him the starter like two or three weeks ago. Who um, who else is on the Panthers? What other quarterback? Well, I know um, Will Greer was just cut today. So oh, I saw that. Um, PJ Walker, the guy from uh, I think it's the XFL. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, who knows? We'll have to see. But the guy you need to know about on Carolina Panthers is Tommy Tremble, because one, that's a badass name, and two, he's he's a pretty damn good tight end. So I expect some pretty good things from him. But getting back to the Dolphins, one of my favorite Dolphins names, Van Ginkle. I remember. He had, I think he had a, like a kick return for a touchdown last year, or, something, or maybe it was a interception for a touchdown. I don't remember. I just remember he scored a touchdown, and the guy's yelling Van Ginkle, and I, I, I've loved him ever since. It's such a fantastic name. I think it was against the Rams that happened. Probably. I, I think it was like a strip sack. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember how he but, got the ball, but I know he scored he's the touchdown. Supposed to be a, a really good, or well, at least a decent. Uh, uh, supposed to be decent at rushing the passer. I don't know. Like, I think our linebackers are pretty good. Yeah. Who knows? Your secondary is gonna be pretty freaking good again with Stephen yeah. Howard and Byron Jones. I'm excited for our second round pick, Jevon Holland. Holland? Uh, out of Oregon, right? Yeah, he's supposed to be a ball hawk too. Yeah, he's, he's one of the guys I was hoping the Rams like like that at 57. Really? Yeah. 
Yeah, I had a long list of people that I was excited about at 57, and most of them were available there, and uh, Tutu Atwell was nowhere close to that list, but they are much better than this at me, so... And he, he did pretty dang good in our last preseason game. He got, like, 15 targets. Like, oh, dang. That's pretty dang good. I mean, I know it's preseason, but he was he was standing out in preseason. So that's You guys don't cool. need another receiver. No, so, but here's the, here's, the, here's the deal, though, right? So, the, like, the player comp most people had for Tutu Atwell coming out of college was Deshaun Jackson. Actually, I think... Most of them said a light Deshaun, a Deshaun Jackson because he's so small. But um, ideally, like that's who he is, right? Deshaun Jackson. So to have but you guys already have Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we literally have Deshaun Jackson for this guy to learn on. I don't know that I, I, I would love if Deshaun Jackson decided to end his career in LA, so long as he didn't suck and decided to retire as soon as he started to suck. But. Um, I would love if he finished her because I I watched him in training camp and he's he's still got juice, man. But I I think Tutu Atwell being behind him and learning will be a great great experience for him. But nice. How do you feel about uh Devonte old Devonte Smith? Well, I <laughs> I. I I will tell you this. I had Jamar Chase so far ahead of him pre-draft. Like, I I thought, like, yes, Devonta Smith is a Heisman candidate wide receiver. And, yes, you put up a disgusting amount of yards. But Jamar Chase is, like, this generational player. But Devonta Smith is looking so freaking it. He's so fast. Nobody can get a hand on him. He runs, like, the crispest routes I've ever seen. Like, He's going to be a thing so long as Hurts doesn't suck, and I really don't think Hurts sucks. I think he's going to be pretty dang good. I don't think he's going to – again, like everybody keeps thinking they need the next Mahomes. You don't. But he, he's going to be dynamic with his legs, and his his arm is my, he's super accurate, especially on the throw. Or, I mean on the throw, on the run. Like my brother sent – again, Eagles fan sent me a text of him like – running to his left and he just hugs this ball down my and it's it's right on the on the on a rope. Like I think he could be really good. So I, I'm really excited for Devonta Smith. Yeah, I think he'll do well too. I thought Jamar Chase would be doing well but all he does is drop all he did was drop balls in the preseason. He dropped a screen pass when they played the Dolphins. I will tell you my feelings on Jamar Chase as soon as you accept my trade on fantasy football for him. <laughs> Which one? The one with uh I I don't care. Find one. <laughs> right now, actually this this is great podcast content. Live we're gonna find a trade that lands me Jamar Trace. Let's go. You know who I want, but I don't think it would be an even trade. So I, I wouldn't give you Keenan straight up, but did you see my offer? Oh no, I didn't send it. That's right. I was gonna send you an offer while your computer is booting up. But then, mm. like, it, it came up right at a different time. So I was like, ah, whatever. I'll send it. Keenan Allen, Mark Andrews for Jamar Chase and Darren Waller. I upgrade at tight end. You get a, you get one. You still get a freaking fantastic tight end who's going to be still the number one receiver in that 
offense because all of his wide receivers went down. But they were obviously planning on passing it a lot more, so he might get even more targets than he did before. And even if not, if he still maintains targets, that's all you want with Andrews. And then, and then you're getting your one of your favorite players plus like just one of the best wide receivers in the league for the next at least two to three years. And then you're giving up like a risk at wide receiver who may or may not be better than Keenan Allen eventually, but he's still at risk. Yeah. And then you give up. I mean, that's a very tempting trade. The, it's hard. It would be hard for me to get up Darren Waller. Give up Darren Waller. I'll have to look up Mark Andrews more. But I, I, I will tell you, I'm really high on Mark Andrews. But it doesn't necessarily have to be Waller. But I, I, I will say I am up for a trade that involves Keenan Allen. I just have to, well, yeah, I don't know. I there's, 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 there's a few Chase players on the roster that I could get that excited about, I guess. Yeah. And I know Chase, if Chase for Allen wouldn't be fair for you. And like, I don't want to, and you wouldn't go for it anyway. And I don't want to screw you either. Yeah. It would have to be like a, 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 a twofer where you get yeah, Allen and sure. I get, something i have a lot of mid-tier running backs yeah i might have to look at josh jacobs or chris carson if those are on the table i don't i don't know what we'd have to do to make it even but yeah if they're on the table I'll look at it I, I don't really care about elijah mitchell or seth williams oh, no, seth williams is actually cut today hmm. there's one I was just gonna say I was looking at gonna have to look at that because I was assume, I was assuming he'd get cut. Uh, you have T. Y. Hilton too. That's... I know freaking T. Y. Well, he's gonna be out for like the next four weeks. I saw. Yeah, and then as much as I like Deshaun Jackson, if history's anything, he's gonna play one game and then be injured for thirteen games. Yeah, I'm just waiting for him to. But I actually think Mike Davis. Like, I actually really like Mike Davis this year. I'm. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not feeling too bad about Mike Davis. Maybe that's somebody I could. I'm probably going to end up having to drop Miller. And he's not going to do, because he's not going to do anything anyway. Uh, No, you don't care about him, dude. He's maybe the fifth, like, receiving option. Yeah. And he did, he was like, he wasn't doing bad. And then they got Antonio Brown. And I honestly don't think Antonio Brown's going to get a lot of targets either. But He got so many. He got as many targets as Evans and Godwin at the, by the end of the year. Like, I mean, at really? the end of the year. Like, they, he was spreading it around pretty evenly. I think they keep doing that because, like, that is so hard to, like, defend with those three plus Gronkowski plus. They added Giovanni Bernard, who, like, is low-key. Like, he's not, like, a superstar, but he's a great receiving back and, like, adds another layer to that offense they didn't have with Butterfingers, Fournette, and Jones. I know, and that's the other thing, too, that I have Jones. He's a good running back, but, like, watching even just even the Super Bowl, like, they dropped passes and they would cut to Brady, and he was visibly frustrated. And then, like, early in the preseason, or, yeah, early in the offseason, they pick up Giovanni Bernard, and I've heard rumblings out of camp that he's expected to be, like, a pr- relatively big part of this offense. So, well, um, maybe they'll go committee, but, like, I feel like Fournette 
or Bernard would take the place of Fournette then at that point. Cause, and Fournette isn't even a great... I really think they should either. trade Fournette. They should? Yeah, because... I think they should trade him to the Baltimore Ravens. Mm, he would be great on the Ravens. Like, worst case scenario, like it backfires and they beat you in the Super Bowl with him. But, like, you just have to worry about them making it to the Super Bowl. Like... Yeah. AFC's tough. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, I don't think, I think Jones is as good, if not better, a runner than Fournette. He can't catch a ball. But Fournette, I don't think, was ever created as a pass catcher either. No, they both dropped a crap ton of passes and, like, just have never been good at it. Like yeah. I, I guarantee that's why Giovanni Bernard was picked up because unlike Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay, like what Tom Brady wants, Tom Brady gets, and he he's like, "Get me a running back that can catch the ball," and they're like, "Hey, Giovanni Bernard, let's go," and he Are can pass ever... block. I'm just saying he's gonna yeah. be on down on there like every third down. He seems like a pretty old back. I don't know how old he is, but I remember when he was like the star back in um, Cincinnati. Yeah. Well, I mean, he he is relatively old, but you have to like remember he's behind Mixon, which I guess Mixon's been injured enough that he's got enough touches, but like he hasn't got as, as much touches as people as his age. So he's probably like had better wear and tear, but he's getting enough touches where he's not just like atrophying. Yeah. But Oh man. The freaking Bucks, man. Yeah, they're gonna be tough to beat this year unless Brady goes down. <laughs> like, if it, like, I think we can beat the Bucks with Blaine Gabbert, but like Tom Brady is just another, another thing. Their defense is amazing. Yeah, Their offense is so good too. Yeah, I, like Devin White is like my favorite linebacker. And their defensive line. I mean, not injured the second half of the season. I rem- I was hoping the Dolphins would draft. They uh, that was like three drafts ago. I don't remember who they ended up drafting. Oh yeah, yeah, and the nose tackle. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, I just remember like a couple years ago. Bucks just tore into Goff and the and the Rams. Like their defense was just disgusting. And then I think it was still Winston, and he just you know it, I I'm almost positive it was it definitely was still Winston. It was his last year there, and even like even Winston was like pretty dang good. <laughs> Like yeah, I'm pretty sure he threw three picks, but he also threw for like 300 yards, maybe 400 yards. I'm excited to see Winston start. I think it'll be fun. I think if he can calm down a little bit, and I think if LASIK really, really helped him out, like I, I honestly think once Thomas comes back, he could be really good. But I mean, I don't know if you saw the throws he did to Marcus Callaway in the preseason, but he put them like right where they needed to be. It was pretty impressive. He was definitely better than Taysom Hill. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was no question. Yeah. I I, I honestly think um, 
what happened was Sean Payton, when he got Taysom Hill or re-signed Taysom Hill at some point, he promised him, okay, when Drew retires, I'll give you shot at the quarterback position. And so last year when he went down, he's like, you know what? I might, I'm going to see what we have with Taysom Hill. So like he put him in, he's like, okay, he's not a very good pass for the ball. Like he's much better at just running the ball and then very, very occasionally throwing the ball. Um, yeah. And then, but he's like, okay, I told him I would give him a shot. So the preseason, they acted like it was a competition the whole time, but it was never really that close. Yeah, like, there's 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 no reason to take Taysom Hill out of the Taysom Hill role when you can have him there and have Winston when like he gives no benefit to Winston like Winston has a better arm. Yeah, I agree. Taysom's good at being Taysom. Yeah, exactly. Like I I I don't want to shit on the dude. Like he's not garbage like he definitely his he fills his role very well especially he's one he's a very good special teamer i was just gonna say yeah he's excellent at special teams but like rushing the ball filling that role he's pretty good he just should never be throwing the ball he's also very good or not very good don't give him that credit he's pretty good as a tight end you know like a tristan yeah traditional tight end not just like Taysom Hill tight end yeah I remember seeing a stat last year like of the times Taysom was quarterback he ran it like ended up running it like 70% of the time yeah my brother likes to tell a story of when Taysom Hill was drafted the year it was either the year he got drafted the year after he got drafted he was in Provo and he came into a restaurant and he introduced himself as the starting quarterback for the New Orleans Saints. And my brother just looked at him and was just like, really? Like, you just expect people to not know that or question that? Like, Drew Brees, bro. Like, there's other teams you <laughs> might be able to pull that off. Like, if you said the Bengals, like, until Burrow, no one would be sure. But, like, the Saints, everybody knows Drew Brees. If they know of you, like, they know you're the backup, but yeah, a yeah, that's a good point. That's also the kind of guy Taysom Hill is. He's just kind of a douchebag who like likes to pretend he's bigger than he is. So, <laughs> I mean, he's welcome to come on the the podcast anytime and and defend himself. But until then, he's. Yeah. I mean, he's a good fo- He's a he's a good football player. He's just he's not a good yeah. QB. He should never start in the NFL. He should never be throwing the ball in the NFL, except for maybe like a very easy screen pass, but you can have to make sure it doesn't go backwards because he's just not to be trusted. I don't think we could say you should never be throwing the ball. (laughs) Especially like, I mean, you see receivers, Antonio Brown goes and throws the ball. Yeah. No, he's, you're right. Once a year. (laughs) You're right. He is better than your average player at throwing the ball. But if you have a Jameis Winston or a Drew Brees, this is what I mean. Like it just it just never made sense to me. It'd be like fourth and one, fourth and three, and they're like, We have Drew Brees, one of the most legendary QBs of all time, and we're gonna pull him to the sideline and send on Taysom Hill. And every once in a while he would have to 
attempt to pass. So they would just know he was going to, maybe he could potentially pass. And usually it was pretty bad. There was that one time his player got like wide open and he super underthrew him and his player made a great play. But other than that, he, I mean, he was, he's a decent quarterback, right? Like he started in the, in the, in the, in college. Like he obviously can't be that bad. Well, even when he started, like how many games did he start last year in the regular season? Two or three. And he wasn't bad. No, he's not. I just like to give him shit because he thinks he's bad. (laughs) Generally, he's like, he's probably like 26th or 28th in the, in the NFL and QB. It's like, he's. He's not. He would probably be one of the better backup QBs. I mean, twenty-eight to thirty-two might be a little bit generous. I don't know, but he's not bad. He's a he's a decent backup to have, and then he's a good weapon to have in special teams in the offense. So I see why they keep him around and pay him maybe a little bit too much, but oh, a little way too much. Um, speaking of BYU quarterbacks, I'm actually really excited for Zach Wilson, partially because I drafted him, but he's looking good. He looked really good. He looked good throwing to, um, Corey Davis. He, I'm excited for Elijah Moore. I'm excited for Michael Carter. Like I, I am super nervous to buy into the Jets, especially the Jets offense, but I really, really like Robert Sala. And so like, I honestly like if anyone can turn it around, it's him. So, like, genuinely, yeah. if this team fails, the Jets are just need to, like, burn it burn it to the ground. Like, you're done. Like, this is your single best chance at reviving your franchise with Zach Wilson and Robert Sala. Yeah. And, I mean, their offensive line isn't horrible. They have that rookie last year, Mickey Beckton, who yeah. I think did pretty well. And I don't. I think their defense is actually pretty bad. I have no idea. Yeah, so they they've added a whole lot to the offensive line to bolster it in the past few years. Like it might take a year for them to really click, but it's it's going to take Zach Wilson a year for him to really yeah. click in the NFL and for him to be able to play anywhere near how he did in BYU. But yeah, I listen, I hated him cuz he played for BYU, but now that he's he's out of that place and he's gotten rid of his mother, like I'm so excited <laughs> for this kid. Like he's going to be so good. Like I hope so. And uh, like it's cool for me to see people like, especially because he grew up in Utah. Yeah. Just like people in Utah do what go into the NFL. Like I can't be help be like that's cool. Like I'm gonna cheer for him. Yeah, it was really cool to have Jordan Love, Zach Wilson, and Tyler Huntley all play in the NFL in preseason. All I think in the same day. It might have been over two days, but still, they played all in the preseason the same weekend. Um, that was pretty cool as a Utah person. Oh, I didn't know Tyler Huntley got drafted. Yeah, he's backing up Lamar Jackson in Baltimore, and like, he oh, had a yeah, really good preseason that. game. Like, yeah, I remember hearing about that, but it never clicked. Yeah, so he, uh, yeah, he like a whole bunch of people are saying like, Denver or whoever needs to pick him up, and I'm like, I, I don't know. I think he's a really good backup and a really good preseason quarterback. Like, I don't know if he's ready to start in the NFL. But like yeah. as a backup to Lamar Jackson, especially in that offense, he's he's pretty good. Yeah, that reminds me of the first week of the preseason when a, everyone was so hyped on Dwayne Haskins when he was playing against like second and thirteen Miami defense. I was like, okay, okay, let's calm down. Wow. Yeah. No, I I was big on Haskins 
pre-draft. Not Haskins. Sorry, Justin Fields. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that too. Like, I, <laughs> I genuinely think Fields is gonna be really good, but you can't like take what he's doing against third rounders and like you can do that against first round. Like, the first yeah. teamers, you're not gonna have that much time to do what they, he wants. He was not gonna have that much space. Like, they're not gonna have that much separation. Like. But if he can get better and like get more accurate and 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 keep doing that and get better, he could be super dynamic. He could be like a Deshaun Watson esque player. Yeah, I can see him being being pretty dang good too. Like, I've never been high on Ohio State quarterbacks because of their history. Yeah, yeah. But I think he he might break the mold. Yeah, I I hate when people just use that as a reason to not like believe he can be good. Like genuinely my brother was like i don't think justin Fields is gonna be good and the only reason i can give you is because he's an ohio state quarterback i'm sure he had other reasons but the only reason i heard is because he's a ohio state quarterback and it's like that can't be your only reason like i understand the worry but to see what he did ohio state and then to see him do that in the preseason like even if he's doing it against third stringers, it shows he can translate it to the NFL. He just has to get better to the point where he can do that against first stringers. But if you can do it against third stringers, like in your first or few preseason games, that's genuinely a good sign that you'll be able to eventually do it against first teamers. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. I think like the Ohio state argument is usually they never play anyone good and they, just can pad their stats sure but justin fields played in the playoffs and looked stellar there that's yeah and i like i think justin fields will be a a good quarterback in the nfl yeah and then we've got trevor lawrence who like we both liked in college yeah i think he'll do really well honestly i think it's gonna take him a minute and he has no team around him but Hey, hey, hey. I love DJ Chark and LaVisca Chanel. Like, both of them, I think, are going to be good. Like, I think, like, everybody's like, I think they could be Wood Cup-esque. Like, that 1A, 1B. Like, I don't know if they could be that good, but I think, like, that complimentary, like, duo, I think they could get there. And then, like, um, I really like James Robinson, but I just... I don't think he's like super stellar, but he can do what you need to do. And like their offensive line isn't that great. And he was still getting like five or six yards per carry and was doing pretty good with you in the passing game too. So, and he could pass block. So like, he's great. I like him a lot. So yeah, they need to, to about, bolster the defense. That's for sure though. Yeah. Too bad about a teen. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Yeah. Uh, Mason yelled at me the last time I said it. So I'm not sure. I thought it was Etienne, <laughs> but Apparently, I it might either I said Etienne or I might have said Etienne, but I think it's Etienne. The Dolphins, I'm pretty. They wanted him, but yeah, I, I think the Jags jumped like two spots above him and got him in the second round. So, well, they got him in the first. Oh, they did. Yeah, it was like the 26 overall or something like that. It must have been someone else they were looking for. I don't remember, but yeah, probably Javante Williams. Not- oh, it was Javante Williams for sure. I remember that. Which, damn, he would have been really good in Miami. Oh, I love Javante Williams, and I like I would have loved if he went to Miami. On right now. What? What is he on the Bears? He's on the Broncos behind Melvin Gordon right now. 
But I have him. I I think he's gonna be a stellar running back. I I see like he's Gurley esque. Like he's not super fast. Like he doesn't have that speed to kill you. But like he can cut. He's like he's just liquid. Like mm, I I, I don't know how to say it else. Like yeah, he's shaky. That's a good one too. Like, he's like yeah. That reminds. I don't know. I haven't seen him, but like people who are shifty, I think of. LaShawn McCoy in his prime. Yeah. Edwards Hilaire right now. Yeah, and I, I honestly think he could be better than Edwards Hilaire, but maybe that's just recency bias and like I really liked him in the like pre draft or like after the draft, I guess. But um Yeah, I, I think he's gonna be really good. I think Najee Harris is gonna be stellar too. I think he's fantastic. Yeah. I think I'm probably gonna regret trading away Najee Harris. I think that's going to bite me. super happy about that trade. But I still got Devonta <laughs> Smith. I, I Yeah, as a Steelers fan, I bet he's happy. Yeah, he's like, man, giving up like a second tier wide receiver. He it. is a second tier wide receiver right now, but when Fields is as good as he is and Mooney is going to, he's going to be, oh, he's, he's going to be, he's, I overpaid for him now to, because I wouldn't be able to afford him later. I wouldn't want to pay for him later. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I think you guys both probably end up winning. Who knows? Plus, I thought at least one of Jamar Chase or Javante Williams would fall to me at six because those are my two guys, and uh, they went at four and five. Someone, who took Javante? Yeah, I'm really high on him. I think he's really good. Oh, who took him? Oh, um, Logie. Oh. Yeah. I, I and the thing is, I didn't even hype him up to him too. We talked a whole lot before the draft. I didn't hype, try and hype up Javante at all. I talked about yeah. a whole lot, whole bunch, everybody else. But I talked about players I was excited about, like maybe fine to me at two three. But I didn't talk about anybody at uh about Javante Williams. And I I told him the whole time I was taking Jamar Chase at one two, and then like I talked to Lee like a week before the draft, maybe a couple of days, and he's like, "Yeah, I think I'm going Kyle Pitts." And I'm like, oh, well, like, I don't know if I want to pick Lawrence, but I feel like that's the right play. And then I, for some reason, I talked myself out of Najee Harris. I don't know what I did, but, like, I just, like, I hate the Steelers' offensive line. I think they're... I was going to say, their offensive line is horrible. But it looks like Najee Harris is going to make it seem like it doesn't matter. Plus, their running backs are so good that he should he should face, like, a a pretty weak box somewhat regularly. So... Yeah. It might not matter. Yeah. Well, I should probably log out. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for talking to me that line. That was awesome. Yeah, I enjoyed it for sure. All right. Thanks for joining us this week and stay competitive.